Now, welcome back to the Onto Something podcast. I'll know about you, but I am feeling 2022. You see what I did there? Hey, we've got a quick, brief episode for you to start off the year. Hope you enjoy it. Let's hop into it. Many of my words never get shared in public because I almost always share them in response to questions in private. One of the most private conversations I tend to have on a regular basis, especially with people who have an interest or desire to connect with God, is how to jump back into a growing relationship with God. Have you ever thought about how you would respond to someone who was asking you how to start or start again with God? Here's been my simplest response so far. Whenever you have a moment of downtime, Simply enter into what I call the prayer of process. This can happen in a few minutes that you have before someone comes over to hang out. This can happen while standing in line at a grocery store. This can happen while you're sitting in traffic on your way to work. And as a matter of fact, I'm glad I brought up your commute in your car because it's actually how I set the framework for what I call the prayer of process. Now, when it comes to processing and prayer, which, by the way, simple definition of prayer is just simply lifting your heart and mind to God, I encourage people to think about themselves actually sitting in a car. Now, here's the four mental placeholders for you. In front of you is your dashboard. Beside you is your passenger seat. With you are your back seats. Yes, this is a four door car illustration at least shout out to all my peeps that are rolling in tahos and finally further behind you is a trunk now whenever you have a few minutes my encouragement is to lift your mind and heart to god through these four mental placeholders here's how to process through each of them first process what's on your dashboard now growing up i remember my grandfather had a work truck that he never, ever heard of the concept of a glove compartment. Every time I hopped into his work pickup, his dashboard would be cluttered with gloves and papers and fast food bags. He really loved Dairy Queen. Most of the time, my vision, and honestly probably is, was obstructed by all the clutter that was on his dashboard. This is the task of this first mental placeholder to lift up in prayer. What's distracting you in life, consuming your headspace, preventing you from seeing others or God more clearly? Since you're probably doing overtime in your head about this very situation or the news or decision, I'd recommend telling God why it keeps taking up so much space and blinding your vision. Now, second, once you've processed the dashboard, process the passenger seat. Who's on your mind a lot these days? Who's in need? Who are you walking through either desolation or conflict or good news with right now? When I get to this part of the prayer, the thing that I tend to bring up to God is saying to God what I think this person needs in this season of life. So we have the dashboard, we have the passenger seat. The third is to process the back seat. What's happening in the current day background of your life? What's always in the rear view mirror of your life? You know, as I continue to read, I've come to wonder how many people really think through their time in history that they find themselves. 
This is a chance for us to have eyes on what's not just happening in our world, but what's happening in the broader sense of the world. In this third mental placeholder, this is the place to lift up to God the all-encompassing issues of the current day. Many times we rush to Twitter or we rush to the news or we rush to all these outside sources to wrestle with the big rocks of life. And there's plenty to choose from. Injustice, natural disasters, political conflict, pandemic, trafficking. I would suggest one of the places to take the inner tensions and frustrations, the big things of the world that takes more than just you for something to change, taking those in prayer. A helpful framework for this portion of conversation may be simply to ask God for the desire to be part of the healing and kingdom direction of these troubling realities that we live in. There's nothing wrong with praying for the desire to have a desire for whatever the hurt or pain is in the world in your participation in. Fourth, and finally, process the trunk. This is the lifting of your head and heart to the very thing that you keep sweeping under the rug in your life. Where are you keeping in the dark right now? What's the source of shame in your life? Everyone has a trunk. The lightest loads are the ones where we walk in acknowledgement and honesty and transparency of the darkest sides of our personalities or decisions. Now, a nuanced word for this final one, for the trunk, okay? The trunk is not meant for us to parade around all of our emotions or induce guilt or relive experiences. This guiding is simply a way to own up to our contribution to the pain or the hurt that we add into the world. It's the practice of confessing, of claiming, and simply hoping for a different way, reality, or decision that comes in the future. Now, let me give you an example of one that I walked through just the other day. When I had a moment in prayer, the thing that was on my dashboard was the stewardship of my time. I just recently moved. I still have not figured out my rhythms, and it's been hard for people around me to navigate time, and I haven't figured that out, and it's frustrated me. When I think about the passenger seat, I think about walking with my grief through my mom. Recently being moved here, uh, I've been able to be closer uh, to a very hard reality of my mom losing half of her immediate family all within one year and grieving that feeling with her and what she needs. Third, what's in the back seat? What's going on around the world? Um, it's pretty heavy on my heart right now about pastors and power uh, and leaders. Uh, there should be sources of accountability. Uh, and I think the world has finally uncovered a lot of things that should have never been something in the first place. I care a lot about people being able to have trust for people who are speaking on behalf of communities of faith. And I feel the responsibility within the own power that I've inherited and how to steward that responsibly. And then fourth, finally, what's in the trunk? I'm going to skip that one. No, I'm just <laughs> That is how we talk about the trunk, though. Am I right? Um, 
I think the thing that's uh, in the trunk for me is uh, a conversation I had about a week ago where I lost my cool with my spouse, um, specifically talking about time in that management. And I think the thing that bothers me so much is that I lost my cool with someone who literally is on my team, even though I talk to them like they were against me or not on my team. I confess that. And I need to be redeemed of that. And I should go a different direction with that. This is what I call the prayer of process. Brief, quick, engaging, starting it back up with God. Want to start up with God again? This is the prayer of process. It's not perfect. It doesn't cover everything. It's not really innovative. In my mind, it's like an espresso shot for the soul, a way to organize the linger of an uninterrupted moment. There are a lot of different thoughts about talking to God. Many will even say that there's a lot of gods in which you can speak to out there. But I would say this, if you've fallen off the train of intentionality, talking to God, other than maybe yelling his name when you stub his toe or you get a negative text message, I want to remind you that there is a God that's out there. Someone who in some mysterious way is kind of like you, but is also not like you. And I want to remind you that there's news that comes with this God. And this news was brought from one who spoke on behalf of God to people who were trying to figure out God for a long time. And may you remember this, is that God and Jesus Christ is available and waiting to process with you. The God who Jesus knew likes small starts. It's actually his love language. It's the thing he talked about the most. Starting here with something very small. With the thing in front of you, beside you, with you, and behind you. It's actually what Christians have been doing for the longest time. Let me end with maybe another generation's form of this prayer of process. For those of you who need to know, this is the prayer of St. Patrick that went something like this. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, and Christ above me. Different words, but same words at the same time. May this be our prayer for the year of 2022. Amen. Well, there we go. That episode uh, got very calm and uh, very serious for the first one. Here we go into 2022. Am I right? Thanks for hopping on to this episode, and next week, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but uh, we may be talking about uh, a favorite pastime, books. That's all I'm going to give you. Thanks for uh, listening to the Onto Something podcast. This has been episode number 60, and may you remember, until next time, you are, what's that? Onto Something. <laughs>